For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. This morning, a suspect is still on the run after leading Durham police on a high-speed chase and injuring a police officer. I'm live explaining the timeline of events and what we know so far. And police in Raleigh looking for the person who stabbed the man early this morning. Brett Neese in the WRL Breaking News Tracker with an update on the victim's condition. And today's going to be another great day like we've seen for much of this week. I have 83 partly cloudy skies. Saturday, much different. It's going to be rainy, windy, and chilly. I'll show you the timeline for the rain where you are. And today, lawmakers will vote on a $30 billion budget proposal. How the big ticket items in the plan will affect you and your family. A lot to share with you on this Thursday morning. Good morning, everyone. It is 6 o'clock. Great to have you with us. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Ken Smith in for Jeff Hogan. And as Elizabeth mentioned, we better enjoy today and tomorrow because we've got those major changes coming in. Let's get back to meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WSMA Weather Center tracking how our day is going to shape up. Yeah, it's going to be a nice day. We do have some cloud cover out there. It's not mostly cloudy, but a few passing clouds. We take a live look at Zebulon, their beautiful town hall here. 64 degrees in the triangle. Our dew point's at 59, so it's a pleasant feel as you're stepping out the door this morning. 64 in Clinton, 57 Goldsboro, 54 in Roxboro, 58 in Southern Pine. So anywhere from the mid-50s to mid-60s is what you'll feel stepping out the door. Mid-70s at lunchtime, we'll see a high of 83 under partly cloudy skies. So feeling good. There's a 40% chance that our coastal low could become dropped tropical, but either way, it's still going to send us rain and windy conditions. We take a look at Futurecast. This is a look at our uh, short-range model, our high resolution. You can see the rain coming in a little later, uh, maybe between 5 and 7 in our eastern counties and between 9 and 10 around central North Carolina and the rest of our viewing area. It's likely to linger into the day on Saturday. We take a look at Saturday. Let's widen out the view a little bit, and you can see the rain with us Saturday all the way up until around 5 or 6, and then even lingering an isolated shower through Sunday morning. But clearing Sunday afternoon, Sunday afternoon should be just fine for getting outside. Should be really nice, actually, with temperatures in the mid-70s. But here's a look at Saturday, which will be less comfortable. Uh, wind gusts at 30 to 40 miles per hour. Rain 1 to 2 inches. Could be higher in some spots. And a cool day with a high of 68. Again, we'll walk through our potential for some breezy conditions and the rain coming up. Anthony? And Elizabeth, we head out to the roads this morning. Thankfully, everything is still in great shape. We'll continue to watch it, though, here through the morning. But a live look right now, I-440 at New Bern Avenue. You see those cars moving along great. We do have a few of those clouds hanging off in the distance. But as Elizabeth was saying, it should be a beautiful day for us out there today. Looks like we have no delays also showing up on I-40. But again, we'll have another update for you in about 10 minutes. Anthony, thanks. Breaking news. Police in Durham are trying to find a driver who led officers on two high-speed chases, getting into four crashes along the way. One officer was hurt as all of this unfolded. WRL's Laura Levine is live in Durham this morning. Laura, this is a complicated investigation for police. 
Yeah, Renee, we're talking about a pretty wild chain of events that suspects still at large and still so many questions this morning about what took place. Let's show you where it all began on East Pettigrew Street near Durham Tech and Briggs Avenue. Durham police attempted to stop a vehicle driven by a man with active warrants. As that suspect attempted to take off, he struck an unmarked police vehicle, causing the door of the patrol car to strike the officer's leg. A short time later, police received a call that the suspect had crashed his vehicle on Briggs Avenue near Person Street and was trying to carjack a pickup truck. He stole that truck and refused to stop for officers. Then the suspect crashed at Briggs at Riddle Road and took off, then crashed again on Fayetteville Road at NC Highway 54. That's near South Point, where this ultimately ended. Now, right now, police telling us that that officer was treated at the scene and just minor injuries. He's doing okay, but still so many questions in terms in regards to the description of the suspect and the vehicle that he is now in. We'll keep you updated once we learn more. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Durham. I'm Brett Neese in the WRL Breaking News Tracker in Raleigh, where police are looking for who stabbed a man here on Featherstone Drive. It happened just before 2 a.m. You can see police blocked off Featherstone with crime tape while forensics collected evidence for over two hours. Police tell me that man was taken to the hospital where he is expected to survive. I'm working to find out if police have a suspect in mind, as well as what led up to the stabbing. I'll stay on top of this story and keep you updated. Brett East, WRL News, Raleigh. And more breaking news this morning. A four-year-old boy and his mother are dead after a crash in Moore County that left two others in the hospital. The crash happened on State Highway 690 and Morrison Bridge Road near Vows just before 9.30 last night. State troopers say the mother's car crossed the center line and hit an SUV head-on. The four-year-old died at the scene and his mother later died at the hospital. Now, the driver of the SUV was also airlifted from that scene with serious injuries. A teenage passenger in the SUV was also hurt. Two sheriff's deputies and a suspected carjacker are hurt after a chase that spanned multiple counties ended in a crash. A viewer sent WRL this video of a Halifax County deputy attempting a pit maneuver on a truck in Weldon. The sheriff's office says the driver stole that truck in a carjacking in Nash County. That led to a chase on I-95 and then onto Highway 158 in Weldon. It ended when the driver crashed into two Halifax County patrol vehicles. Two deputies went to the hospital with injuries. The suspect was ejected from the truck in the crash and at last check was in critical condition. The carjacking victim in Nash County also suffered head injuries. The state's $30 billion budget will be up for a vote in just a few hours. It includes tax cuts for everyone and pay raises for state employees and teachers. WRL's Kelsey Coffee live outside the legislative building this morning. And Kelsey, uh, today's vote comes after months of intense negotiations. <laughs> Ken, those negotiations have been happening here at the legislative building for a long time, and today we will finally see a vote. Now, the deadline for the state budget was July 1st, so this spending plan is coming out nearly three months late. And you may remember the holdup. Legislators couldn't agree on a plan to expand the state's casinos. In the end, that plan was removed from the budget. Tax cuts, pay increases for state employees, and more health insurance are all major parts of the spending plan. Another highlight is an increase in teacher pay. First-year teachers will get a higher starting salary, while experienced teachers will receive an extra $1,000. Some educators say that still won't be enough. Any increase is great and will improve our competitiveness, but right now we really do struggle competing with other states for teacher salaries. 
And looking ahead to what happens next, this should hit the governor's desk tomorrow. Now, Governor Cooper hasn't mentioned anything about vetoing the budget, but even if he does, Republicans control both the House and the Senate, so they would be able to override it. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, we want to take you out to Wall Street this morning. We are looking at stock futures all in the red. S&P 500 down 25 points. Dow Jones down 135 points right now. NASDAQ down almost 120. These numbers are continuing to trend downward. This all comes after the Federal Reserve said yesterday that they would leave interest rates unchanged, uh, but they do expect another rate hike will happen at some point this year. The opening bell is at 930 this morning. A firefighter is hurt and another person is also in the hospital after a fire in Fayetteville. Crews responded to the fire on Gibson Street around 2.45 this morning. Everyone was out of the house when they got there, but one person was taken to the hospital for smoke inhalation. Crews were able to get the fire under control quickly. The firefighter who was hurt had minor injuries. The Red Cross is helping to provide support for the people who live there. Well, today, Durham City workers will again be urging City Council for additional pay and higher bonuses. City workers plan to attend the Council's work session today. They're calling for an immediate $5,000 bonus for all employees making less than $75,000 a year. That's about 1,300 city workers, including police officers and firefighters. Now, the president of the Firefighters Union says this is essential to keep a enough qualified people on the job. We're losing firefighters for resignations at an unprecedented rate. Literally every week it's what firefighter quit this week? What firefighter turned in their gear this week because they can no longer afford to stay and do the job that they love to do? Now, along with the bonuses, workers are asking for a minimum wage increase. Now, to put this all in perspective, starting salaries for firefighters at stations in Raleigh are more than $46,000, while the starting salary for a firefighter in Durham is about $5,000 less at $41,496. Well, today's work session starts at 1 this afternoon at Durham City Hall. Today, early voting begins for municipal elections in October. Voters will cast ballots for races in dozens of local elections, including Durham and Fayetteville. For the first time, voters will need to bring a photo ID to the polling place. Anyone who doesn't have a photo ID can get one for free from the Board of Elections. Election day for the primary is October 10th, and the general election is November 7th. We're coming up on 610 on your Thursday morning. An end to the Hollywood writer strike may be in sight. The deal that could be reached today that would help get productions up and running again. A popular Durham cafe is opening a new location today. The shop that will be catering to customers from all over the world. And today looks nice weather-wise if you're going to be out and about. Partly cloudy with a high of 83, but tomorrow it begins to deteriorate as our coastal low moves in. I'll show you what time the rain could arrive where you are and how much you'll see coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3.
613, a nice quiet morning out there. Feeling good. 64 degrees is our current temperature. We're going to see another day very similar to yesterday. So kids heading out to the bus stop. It should be fairly comfortable, hopefully, in their shorts and t-shirts. They'll be happy that they have them this afternoon because temperatures will climb on up into the low 80s. It should be perfect on the playground. Around lunchtime, temperatures will be in the mid-70s. And again, we'll hit around 83 for the high this afternoon. If you're about to head out the door with the dogs, it feels great out there. Temperatures starting off in the 60s this morning. We'll see partly cloudy skies for today, looking at 7 o'clock, 60 degrees by 9 a.m., 66. But again, a very nice uh, afternoon. Of course, we do have our coastal low on the way. It's going to bring us rain, wind, and chilly temperatures, especially Saturday. We'll go over the timeline. And Elizabeth, this morning, certainly things are uh, thankfully quiet right now as we head out to the roads. This is a live look really across all of our viewing area here, at least around the triangle. You can see everything is in the green at this point. We check out the current I-40 delays. Everything is still in the green. We'll continue to watch that, though, to see if we see any changes. But at this point, they've been pretty consistent there in the green. Otherwise, around the city of Raleigh, no major delays. There's a slight delay there, Ken, as we check out US-1 South from Wake Forest. But thankfully, things are pretty good right now. Yeah, good to know that the morning commute is going well. Yeah. I'm going to get to this story out of Raleigh this morning. Four people are out out of their homes after an apartment fire in our community. It happened on Champion Court. That's just off Avon Ferry Road. Officials tell us two apartments were involved, one heavily damaged. No one was hurt. The fire is under control. How about this? The end of the Hollywood writer's strike may be just hours away. CNBC reports writers and producers are near an agreement after a meeting face-to-face -face for negotiations. The two sides are hoping to finalize their deal later today. The Writers Guild of America has been on strike for more than 100 days. The sources who shared the information with CNBC say they are optimistic. But if today's deal falls through, the strike could likely extend to at least the end of the year. Governor Cooper and other state leaders are celebrating a new effort to promote workforce development. They are gathering at Central Carolina Community College in Sanford to launch Advance NC. It's a combined effort from community colleges, universities, and workforce boards to help train people to work in advanced manufacturing. The goal is to address the needs of employers and to help North Carolina be a global leader in the field. The signing ceremony is happening at 9.30 this morning. The district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, releasing the names of more than a dozen witnesses in the Trump election case. Prosecutors making the announcement Wednesday. The witness list ranges from pro-Donald Trump lawyer Lynn Wood to a chief operating officer of a technology firm that copied sensitive voting data in Georgia. Some of the witnesses previously testified during special grand jury proceedings. Also, others served as Trump presidential electors but were not indicted in this investigation. Durham Public Schools will celebrate the ongoing construction of the new Murray Massenburg Elementary School today. A beam topping ceremony will happen this morning at 9. People will sign their names digitally and they will then be imprinted on the beam. It's a way to celebrate the hard work from everyone involved. It's a big day for a local coffee shop, as we look live at RD International this morning. Durham's BU Cafe will brew up a new location there today. It's in Terminal 2 near the meeting place. And if you're familiar with Terminal 2, that's the old Starbucks shop, uh, Starbucks location. BU Cafe is known for its great tasting and locally roasted coffee. It's also a centerpiece for live music events. The shop's CEO, Dorian Bolden, will cut a ribbon today to celebrate its opening at the airport. It's happening this morning at 10. 
It is 616 and we have been on a roll with this beautiful weather all week long. That will change by tomorrow, but today we get another day of it. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center with some looks outside. Uh, really has been a delightful week, hasn't it? We uh, take a look around the area. Goldsboro, Fayetteville, Apex, Chapel Hill, all starting nice and quiet this morning. Feels nice out. Temperatures mid-50s to mid-60s. Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. And of course, there is our newsroom in Fayetteville. The next system rolls in just in time for the weekend. We'll start to feel the rain uh, sometime late afternoon, Friday, or into the evening, depending on where you are. We're going to see a low developing and moving up the coast, bringing us a lot of rain on Saturday, and then finally drying out for us on Sunday. The new things, the winds look stronger today on the models than they did yesterday. So gusts up to 40 miles per hour could be gusts up to 60 miles per hour along the coast. We continue to be uh, trending drier for Sunday. My question is, is this going to be tropical or not? The answer to that doesn't really matter. The impacts for us will be the same. But on our computer model, tropical storm probability, it's up to 80% as that moves northward up the coast of North Carolina. So we'll see how all that plays out. Here's what we're looking at, though. Uh, we're going to see the potential for some rain to move into our eastern counties between 5 and 7 o'clock, and then uh, say around the triangle area between 9 and 10 o'clock. That's a little slower than yesterday. And I'll tell you, some of the models are a little faster than that. So we'll continue to tweak that a little bit. Saturday is looking wet, especially in the morning. The rain may start to taper off a little bit during the afternoon, but it doesn't look to completely end. We'll widen out the view a bit, and you can see here, this is 8 a.m. Saturday. That rain rotates around our area, especially from the Triangle area northward, all through Saturday evening, turning much lighter. So the heaviest rain will be Friday night into the first half of Saturday, but we'll still be left with some lingering sprinkles uh, all the way up until maybe uh, Sunday morning. And then after that, we'll see partly cloudy. Sky. So looking at to that chance of rain late on Friday, uh, heavier rain Friday night into the first half of Saturday and then beginning to taper off a little bit, but still the potential for a sprinkle. Uh, power outage potential is low, but our winds are going to be pretty strong, especially into Saturday. We could see 40 mile per hour gusts looking at up to 60 mile per hour gusts on the coast, and that's where we'd have the better chance of some power outages. Our rip current danger is high today for most of the coastline. It's likely to be high all the way through the weekend. We already have a high surf warning that's along the outer banks right now for a seven to ten foot surf. Hurricane Nigel still hanging around out there. It's a category one storm moving well into the North Atlantic and fizzling on out. And then the next one coming uh, off the coast of Africa, 70% chance of developing. After we're finished with this weekend system, we'll start keeping our eye on that one. Saturday's going to be a chilly day. Wet, windy, cool, 68. It's the first day of fall. And then after that, we begin to see things uh, tapering off a little bit. It's been interesting to watch this system, Anthony. It looks like we're, you know, yeah. going to see a wet, chilly weekend. Yeah, I'm thinking for that first day of fall, but thankfully Sunday at least looks a little bit better. So we'll keep watching that, but looks here as we head out to the roads this morning. Things thankfully are nice and dry. No problems for us. This is a live look I-440 at New Bern Avenue. You see the cars moving along. We have a few of those low-level clouds there, but we're looking great as we head out there right now. Let's check out here what we're seeing across the city of Raleigh. No major crashes showing up right now on the map. You see everything is in the green. We will continue to watch it though and have another update for you as we go through this morning. Well, the 82nd Airborne Division has a lot to celebrate this morning. Came I was jumping up and down. <laughs> Couldn't even control myself. Forgot I was in the military at all. You know what? You're allowed. The division's <laughs> All-American Chorus got its America's vote, and it's on the way to the finale of America's Got Talent. Look, we are all jumping up <laughs> yeah. and down as well. Bryce Young's status for the Panthers' next game is in question the injury he's facing that could keep him on the sidelines. And I would look at your winning lottery numbers right there on your screen.
is What's Trending Report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Today in What's Trending, the odds are ever in your favor for another big box office showing for the Hunger Games. Yeah, huge fan. We're getting our first look at the trailer for the new prequel. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It takes place 64 years before Katniss Everdeen first volunteered as a tribute. It will open in theaters November 17th. When can I get my ticket? That's what I want to know. (laughs) This looks really good. Yeah. yeah, so clearly Katniss Everdeen will not be in this one. <laughs> no. This is the prequel, but it centers instead on President Snow. So he's 18 years old in this movie and just how that all came to be. But uh, looks very exciting. I can't wait. The Consumer Product Safety Commission is taking a new approach to its safety messages. Pop music. When you're in the streets, take caution. Protect your neck and your noggin. <laughs> the agency released several songs as part of a compilation called We're Safety Now, Haven't We? They include songs about wearing a helmet, firework safety, and not letting your phone distract you. I mean, they're meeting people where they are. They know people are going to listen to pop music, and they have statistics that go along with the importance of wearing a helmet. So if you can't reach it with just a regular ad, let's yeah. put it to music. I think it works. Put it to music. It, it'll catch on. Absolutely. Maybe. Was that AI generated? <laughs> you have to wonder. <laughs> That's what we wonder. Interesting jingle. Well, Carolina Panthers quarterback Bryce Young may not be hitting the field on Sunday. The team says Young is dealing with an ankle injury following Monday night's game against the New Orleans Saints. But they're not exactly sure when it happened. The Panthers will be on the road this week to take on the Seattle Seahawks. If Young doesn't play, veteran Andy Dalton is expected to take uh, his place under center. A live look now at Apex, where the town will celebrate its 150th anniversary with a celebration on Saturday. The town is known as the peak of good living, but do you know where that peak is? Right now on WRL.com, that and more questions answered in a look at Apex's rich history. Learn about the town's secret identity as Log Pond and read about the fire that destroyed the town, leading to the rebuild of most of modern-day downtown. Go to WRL.com and search Hidden History. Oh, man, what a history lesson that is. Well, week six of high school football season, almost here. Make sure to check out High School OT Live tomorrow night at 7. You can check that out on the High School OT app or wherever you stream WRL. Then Chris Lee and the crew will have the most area highlights on Football Friday that starts at 11.35 right here in WRL. After months of negotiation today, the House and Senate will finally vote on a new state budget. Just ahead, who's impacted the most by the new spending plan and what could happen next? And we just got an update to our flooding risk for Friday. It's a medium risk from the Triangle area east where we'll go over how much rain we'll see and what you can expect where you are coming up. And the Powerball jackpot is climbing again. The top prize for the next drawing, now the eighth largest ever. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.